Hello, hello! It's Intentional Sounding. It's the Draw Play Podcast. And I'm your host, Draw Play Dave Rapocio. With me, as always, is, you know, that little eyelash that gets under your lid and just won't come out no matter how hard you cry, Sam Grezes. Oh, God, now I'm wiping my eyes. I just want to make sure that none of that ever happens, because that's, like, the worst feeling in the world. Um, hey, we should take credit for what happened to the Giants. Sure, why not? I think that was us. I think we did that. Yeah. It was it was totally us. It was our righteous fury. If you didn't listen to us last week, we pretty much just spent This is going to be like the sequel, so um it's we'll do that thing good. on YouTube where it's just like, all right, if you haven't seen the other episode yet, hit pause and then come back to it. We'll wait. Link in the description below. We have a we have an annotation in the podcast. You can click it and then uh and- We are going to get into spoilers. Yeah, so spoiler territory. click the link for the timestamp. It's mm-hmm. going to be okay. We'll give you a second. All right. Welcome back. Thank you for listening to our <laughs> yeah. rant. It was, it was, we were very, very angry. So yeah. basically a shit ton happened in a week. We recorded that episode on Wednesday, basically right as the news hit and before any of the cleanup started right yeah yeah, yeah. so this was... episode's gonna start off with the sequel where we talk about the cleanup and everything that happened after the initial outrage so they i mean they did get rid of jerry reese which which i'm happy about i thought that i'm also happy be... about because i didn't think it was gonna happen yeah me either i i still think that it is kind of a scapegoat kind of thing i really i think that both of them are kind of falling on a sword that was set up for them uh you know by by ownership but, I mean, you can't fire an owner, so what are you going to do? No, you can't. They fired Ben McAdoo and Jerry Reese. Mm-hmm. Of course, they fired him, like, first thing Monday. Yeah. And it's like, this is one of the reasons why... Ben... One thing I've noticed is that John Mara has been going on a massive PR firm, and the one thing I've learned about John Mara is, despite the problems of the past several years he's still so much better at pr than ben mcadoo and jerry reese are yeah because he's basically been skillfully not like i think the damage was too great for any of us to actually fully believe him but he's doing his damnedest to convince us that he thought the benching was something else and he expected something else and was also caught off guard it's all horseshit because this happened again on Tuesday. He had like four days to use his ownership powers to be like, um, actually, fuck off. Eli, get out there. Yeah, and don't. it's only after, after the game went down, which they actually fired him, which tells me that he was totally on board with this plan from the beginning. Yeah. And he was actually waiting to see how the backup would play. Right. The whole team was actually just waiting to see, well, what happened? Would the Giants look better after this? And if uh-huh. they did look substantially better, he would have just kept McAdoo and Reese for the rest of the year. But and then fired because them. they looked just as bad as they did before, he's yeah. just like, okay, it's time to kick him out the door. Then we could just like sacrifice the rest of the year for rebuilding and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It's... It's all a bunch of PR hooey. I don't. I don't believe in Mara at all right now. We we also did predict that Geno Smith would be walking into an untenable scenario, 
He didn't. Play, he didn't have a. Well, he didn't have a great game. He didn't have a bad game. I don't think he there's any shame in losing to the Raiders. Serviceable. By, yeah. He was perfectly serviceable. He did not elevate the Giants in any way. He did not really drag them down. Well, he. I, I so guess he you could did. point he to his two the, fumbles. Right. Yeah. But, the but, fumbles but, were bad. But he put like he also put points on the board. Right. Like he put he, points the, on the board. The fumbles didn't and... really hurt that bad. I mean, they did They did rob the Giants of some points because one of the fumbles happened in uh, red zone territory. Sure. So one of those, you could deliberately say, cost the Giants points. Or, yeah. But at the same time, like, he he was un- he had the exact same problems with the team that Eli was yep. having. <laughs> yeah, so, so hmm, maybe it's not the quarterback. Yeah. Wonder, Eli wonder, wasn't wonder the one holding that. the team back. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> Funny that. Yeah, it's like, huh, Geno Smith's having trouble uh, finding open receivers because he doesn't have time because the offensive line is collapsing. Oh, he doesn't have any run support. Oh, this is Geno's fault. Oh, Geno's the one who just gave up Marshawn Lynch's longest touchdown run in three years. <laughs> let's, let's, um, yeah, let's let's start Geno on defense. Let's bench every single player on defense and start Geno at every single position because yeah. clearly – like he's the answer. Like Eli was not the problem. He's not, he was not playing well. He won't play well the rest of the year, but he was not the reason the team was getting held back. Mm-hmm. And that's one of those situations. Like for the most part, I think Eli got support across the league from people who understood he that he was do he was getting done dirty, even if they didn't like him. But there were morons who were just like, well, why are you mad that your bad QB is getting benched? Because I I. Because that's not the fucking point. Yeah, we went over that. Like, if you want to have our whole thing, we, we talked about that last week. And it's it's like, it's not being mad at the benching. It's being mad at the way the benching was handled and the way it was carried out. It was just completely, it was disrespectful. Um, and I don't know if, uh, so I, I want to ask you as a Giants fan, right? How do you feel about the fact that they're just going back to Eli? I feel like everything ended for nothing. Me too, I'm, right? I'm honestly pretty. <laughs> I would honestly have more respect for the team right now if they just fucking committed to their just, mistake. Yeah, just like go. Let's go with Gino. At for this the rest point, of the year. you ended. You ended the streak for no fucking reason. You yep. like at this point, just keep Eli out. Like, I wouldn't want to come back after this. Maybe this was no. all Maris firing and everything was him trying to salvage the relationship with Eli. I don't know what's going on behind closed doors, but at this point, like you already fucked it up. You really at you least really now did. see what you're gonna get out of Davis Webb. You at you, least now see right. what you're gonna get a little bit more out of Geno Smith, and then give Eli the final start, week seventeen, send out proper. Like at the, like now, everything ended for fucking nothing. That's the thing, and, and the damage is already done too. You know what I mean? It's not you can't. You can't undo that. So Mara's like, so why, so why bother? Right? Was I... last week. It was last week. It was before Sunday. He had all the time in the world to fix this. Yeah. He didn't. Yep. He didn't. And now he's going. Well, you know, I thought Eli was going to um, react differently to the news. Which uh, one? Like, do you not have a good relationship with your quarterback and the face of the franchise for the past? two decades like um like are, are you that out of touch are you that hands off that you don't see that right how that's good how like how he's gonna react to that like what kind of competitor eli is um so yeah fuck off yeah mara yeah yeah very very much fuck off i think right. that's a nice little bow on the whole 
on the whole situation, don't you? Yeah. I. It's all just a bunch of hooey. Bunch of hooey. Mm-hmm. Also, um, can we just give special credit to Geno Smith for taking his one start and his one press conference and making it worth something. Oh by yeah. Calling the shit out of oh, Rex Ryan. So good. It was really, really good. And I, I appreciate that. Cause he had to, man, I have no idea what kind of mood I would be in after a game like that. And, and to, and to be able to hold it together long enough to just troll is, I mean, Gino's always been a little bit vocal, a little bit mm-hmm. blunt. Mm-hmm. Like that was one of the things I actually liked about him when he was on the Jets was he was it seemed Gino always seemed like a competitor. He seemed yeah. like he had the fire. Like when things don't go well, you could see the frustration in him. Right. You could see that he like he's mad at himself. He's mad at other things. Like I always respected that part of him. He, he just wasn't good at football. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when Rex Ryan comes out and Rex Ryan, who we've given love to, but I I at the the longer I go with Rex Ryan, the less love. I ever want to give to him for being a football person. And yeah, I want to reserve all the love for him as an entertainment buffoon yeah. that gives us um, laughs. Yeah. He went out and he said that Geno Smith, like I wouldn't want him starting as my quarterback and things like that. And Geno, after having a, a rough frustrating game where he didn't really do anything to solidify his position, heard that, and rightfully kind of ripped Rex Ryan a new one. It was just like, I good. saved your job. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he did. He, he straight up said, I saved your job. So to say that to me is disrespectful. I mean, he's not wrong. Where's the lie, dude? He's not wrong. He is 100% not wrong. On either count. So so good for you, Geno Smith. You did do a good. <sighs> we should move on to the week's other games the other less important games i want to i want to pinpoint one in particular um i which one would that be that that would be 49ers bears because i someone did a tweet at us the the vike uh i'm sorry the 49ers are now at two wins and 10 losses yeah yes their two wins are against both of our teams the only two teams the 49ers have been managed to beat are the Bears and the Giants? <laughs> um, not so great. I, I I guess um, fuck Santa Clara. Yeah, yeah. I guess we have to kind of do that now, right? Fuck SoCal, huh? Yeah, it's not even SoCal. Not SoCal. It's, fuck the Bay Area. Yeah, fuck fuck the Bay Area. It's not really NorCal either. They say no, NorCal. No, it's not. But it's like MidCal. Nor, if Nor we're talking Cal geography, is... it's MidCal. Yeah, NorCal is where all the forests are. You're not NorCal. Shut up. Get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're like the SoCal of the NorCal Bay Area anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's what that is. Yeah. yeah. Down there at the Hell bottom yeah. of the bay, Santa Clara, San Jose, and all that crap. Maybe Go make maybe make your streets off. better and not have so many turns and and be and and hills. Idiots. How about that? Yeah. Maybe don't name your transit system after a Simpsons character. <laughs> Even though your transit system probably came first, like still, you should have known. You should have changed the name, dummies. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe have housing that people can actually afford instead of venture capitalist bros with trust funds and shitty uh, 
pink polo shirts that they wear under expensive suit jackets and then they wear jean shorts with them because they work at a startup yeah but they make code and have complete irrelevance to the working society they're just tech bros yeah tech uh, bros are the worst get be- get better sports teams except for the ones that you are that are actually really good yeah what? like i the Warriors. Yeah. Goal. Yeah, but the Warriors aren't even yours, the, really. The Warriors are They're, Oakland's. I mean... The, the, the Warriors are the entire state of California. It's their name, Golden State. Yeah. yeah I, I, like, listen, I know that this is something that I actually kind of want to ask someone from uh, San Francisco about, because the Warriors play in Oakland, not in San Francisco, right? Everyone thinks of them as kind of like a San Francisco team, but like... There are as much, there is much an Oak, uh, like a San Francisco team as they kind of are an LA team. That's not where they play. There is a state team. And the only reason that, you know, that their fan base isn't as big in LA is because LA has two other sports teams or two other basketball teams. I mean, teams. they're Fresno's team Good. <laughs> just as much as they are yours, yeah. San Francisco. Yeah. I mean, hell, San Francisco's football team isn't San Francisco. I think think santa clara is the farthest away a team plays from its namesake city yeah like we all we we give the giants and the jets shit because they play in new jersey but But they're like 10 miles out of new york yeah it's it's not santa clara is a bit more of a hike it's like um they did this with the braves uh recently and it was a big fucking to do and they lost a lot of fans because of it it's that's so that's that's kind of a really shitty thing that a lot of Whenever they build a new stadium, uh, look at where it is. Because if it's not, like, near the city center, there's some fucked up shit going on there about how, like, the ownership doesn't want people of a certain stripe to be the f- a fan of their team and come to games. That's, mm. that's, that's slight, kind of what happened in, uh, in Santa Clara. That is definitely like they said it. That's what that's what happened in Atlanta with the Braves. Um, luckily, that's not what happened with the Falcons. That their new stadium is like right in the middle of the city. But oh, they just built it right next to the old one, didn't they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They so they built it right next to the Georgia Dome, and then there was a big old party in Atlanta where everyone watched the implosion of the old Georgia Dome. If it was amazing. I got up very early and we made mimosas with Sonny D and terrible, terrible champagne. We watched the old Falcon stadium get blown up. That's a, that seems like a decent time. It was pretty sweet. Like, yeah. Let, let's go watch large scale destruction. Yeah. I never, I never honestly seen anything like that before. I can't believe this is the first time I'm talking about it on the podcast. Was it loud? It was, was it very loud. It was, it was loud in a, in a weird, weird way. It was like low and rumbly and like a low rumbly snap. I, I like, I had never heard anything like it before. Cause I'm like, I've never heard dynamite go off before in real life. And then like, and then it just collapsed all around the thing. And there was a whole bunch of smoke. They're saying that it's going to take them. Uh, I think like, three months to clean everything up which is crazy because the college football championship is gonna be in atlanta and there's gonna be just this massive pile of rubble right next to 
where everyone's tailgating. But enough about the college playoff bracket. Yes. Get it? Oh, oh. everybody's oh, oh, mad. Because yeah, everyone's... Cause everybody's mad. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, this is not... This is the wrong <laughs> podcast for that. Let's let's pull it back to the Niners let's, and how please. they're bad and please. terrible and fuck them. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy G won his first game. Congrats, has... you beat Mitch Trubisky by a point. Yes, 15 points. You beat the Chicago Bears. Woof. Joe Montana who? <laughs> Steve Young, more like Steve Old. Steve. <laughs> I was going to go with Steve Dumb, but I like yours better. <laughs> Joe Montana, more like Joe Idaho. I, that's a lateral move. Joe best, North dude. Dakota. <laughs> that's probably better than Joe Montana. Manitoba. Okay, that you're you, there you go. There you go. You got it. You got it in three. Third time's a charm. Jimmy Garoppolo, he's the hero. He's the future of everything. I, I can't wait to see him lead the Niners to all kinds of championships and still not be able to afford a place in San Francisco. It's it's a running thread in the NFL, dude, is that all of these all of these Belichick backups and and assist like the number two people in in like Belichick's Patriots scheme any given year, whether it is a backup quarterback, where it is like the number two on the depth chart at running back, whether it's an assistant coach, they all are like set because the season that like, because they're like, Oh man, what a dominant, what a dominant franchise and what a dynasty. And fucking, I wonder if they know any of Bill Belichick's secrets, maybe Bill Belichick's good brain juice kind of washed off on them. And they, and they have some of that brain juice stuck to their Jersey and, and we can siphon it out from their sweat. It never works. It never works. They always make insane amounts of money wherever they go the season after they leave the Patriots. And then they have one season of like being decent, usually one season of being mediocre to bad. And then, and then sometimes they get good again, but through no fault of like, bill belichick right it's almost as if having a hyper competitive uh legend in front of you kind of stunts your growth oh yeah almost huh i i think yeah. of this with it's Brandon almost LaFell. as if everything gets inflated because pretty boy tom and the best coach in the league yeah. are just leading it like an amazing I, line i mean like, honestly outside of joe montana and steve young ironically i can't really think of a situation where the guy under the really great guy uh-huh. is sought after and ends up being good. I, yeah. I guess maybe Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre. I guess that one counts too. Well, I but mean, it's, those are, I don't know, man. But I, none I, of Peyton's backups were ever any good. Right. Like, oh, he studied under Peyton. He's probably good. N- no. I, I think the next man up scenario is different though. Like, I think this scenario where it's like a team poaches another player. You know, because they think that some of the greatness has washed off on them is is very different from like, you know, when Peyton Manning went down and Trevor Simeon came in and played eh, pretty okay. You know, that I think that's I think that's a different thing because you're still in the same system. You're still in the same scheme. You have the same coach. You have the same staff. You know, the players on your team. And, and like that's different than like someone taking someone out of their their scheme and where they've been playing for however long 
and being like, "I'm gonna, we're gonna plug you into our team, and you're gonna be great because you, you, because maybe, yeah, Bill Belichick like got some of his brain juice on you." It's a good thing with the coaches too. Like I always laugh when offensive coordinators from the Patriots oh, God. get hired because Josh like, they must be Daniels. good because look how good the Patriots offense is under Josh McDaniels. Yeah, how long and, was Josh McDaniels a head coach? Was it more than a year? I actually can't remember. This is an honest question. I think it was a year and a half. Okay. Okay. Because the first year they won like the first six games and then they kind oh, of Oh that's right. And everyone was like maybe this was a good Yeah, move. then they Holy collapsed. Shit, were we wrong? <laughs> yeah, then they collapsed and then they had one off season where they drafted Tebow yeah. And everything fell to pieces. Welp. So I'm excited for someone, probably the Giants, to hire Josh McDaniels. <laughs> and then for us all to be confused as to why the offense suddenly isn't good. Even though we've got the guy who was getting Tom Brady to be good. Like, that, like the answer is Tom Brady. It's like... Can we hire Tom Brady as to, as, to be as your offensive coach. coordinator? Yeah, or OC. I yeah. guess. Yeah, yeah. It's Actually, it's a shame that you guys I are going to miss the out Giants on Herm Edwards. Should get Tom, we should totally get Tom Brady. Stick him behind our line just so we can see him get beat up every. Oh day. God! I listen. The first the first game of that, I think I'd be like there'd be a bit of Schadenfreude in there, but but then I would start. I wouldn't start feeling bad for Tom Brady. I'd start feeling like a bad person for enjoying it, which would make me not enjoy it as much. You know what I mean? I get that kind of self-conscious deal going and like the fact that I don't think I should be enjoying this enjoyable thing would make me not enjoy it because I'd be self-conscious. We have to hide our guilt. Yeah. Yeah. Tis the season for hiding your guilt. If I saw a video of Tom Brady slipping on a slippery patch of ice and eating shit, I would enjoy it. Oh hell yeah, dude! It'll be the number one. They're bringing back Vine. Better get better get those cameras ready. Snap a snap a fucking Vine of Tom Brady slipping on the ice and falling on his ass. You'll be and having his celebrity. beautiful teeth all like get chipped. Oh, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't go that far. I mean, I would. He's enjoy got the it. money. He'll I get repaired. Yeah, for sure. They'll have them repaired. But I want to see the photo of. His teeth all fucked up, like, before he spends a billion dollars at his local cosmetic dentistry. Get on it, TMZ. His his custom dentist that he probably oh, hires. Jesus. Yeah. He, he probably has all of his doctors custom hired in, like, a medical building on, like, the west wing of his house. Jesus. They just live in, like, it's doctors. It's the Tom Brady Hospital. Yeah. And it's not because he donated. No, it's it's the Tom Brady Hospital because only Tom Brady can go there. Mm-hmm. And his kids. Let's come and on. And his let's, kids. And his kids. He's not heartless. Yeah. His kids and his wife can go there. Yeah, that's very magnanimous of him. Let's keep it on the Patriots. Yeah, they and... killed the Bills, dude. <laughs> I mean, they they killed him literally. And when I say literally, I mean Gronk. Yeah, was oh God. I, an yep. asshole. Oh, fucking dick. Really. Fucking. I think Gronk gets away with a lot because. He's a big, lovable doof, uh-huh. but this kind of made me go, hmm, Yeah. actually, maybe we should give him a little less leeway than we do. Maybe being a big, lovable doof isn't a positive thing, right? Maybe being a big doof that is charismatic is, is not enough, right? Maybe you also need to not be an asshole. 
Yeah, because he that was the dirtiest hit I've seen in no, quite a, some time. It was time. a Rowdy Roddy Piper fucking forearm drop. It was insane. The play's over. He's out of bounds. He goes up over top of him and elbow drops him. Yeah. Like, it was the dirtiest thing I've seen all year. Like, it's probably the dirtiest hit I've seen in several years. Mm-hmm. Just because it, it was, was so blatant. So, it was so blatant. It was unbelievable. Like, it was indefensible. And people will probably get there, but people were talking about this with the uh, Juju Smith-Schuster block and uh, and um, the, Iloka, the Iloka suspension as well. Like, yeah. I, I get why they were suspended, and I agree with those suspensions personally. But at the same time, those like those two those happened were, in the actions of the game. Yeah, they were making football plays. Right, they were making football plays, and they were just a little too harsh about it. Yeah, yeah, they did it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> they, they they did it wrong, and part of the reason why, like they were suspended, kind of I I think was to try and you know. Like that game was getting really out of oh, hand. Geez, I it think was out they of were penalizing everything. Because honestly, the more I've watched the Juju Smith Schuster hit a lot, and I like, it's tough. Like it was unnecessarily like he didn't need to block him that hard, mm-hmm. but it didn't look that dirty. No, it, I wasn't. I don't I think it right, was it wasn't dirty. Really I think to helmet, he kind of it was like... not helmet to helmet. It was a shoulder. Yeah, and he... like. Like, the two helmets connected, but it was just kind of, like, the angles their bodies ended up as. The thing, but, like, it looked like a shoulder lead to me, and it was a tough hit. The, but, that's See, that's, uh, I think, what people are, are looking at, because it wasn't just a block, right? It was, he kind of, like, uh, Smith-Schuster kind of, like, planted his feet, and he didn't launch at him, but he did the kind of thing where he, like, you know did almost launch and just kind of like lay his shoulder into him like he's trying to do a literal shoulder tackle instead of just blocking uh blocking Vontae's perfect from making the play you know and mm-hmm. and and you know Rob, when when something like what Rob Gronkowski did and so this is this like is, if those two guys got one game Rob Gronkowski deserves two right like, so but here's the here's the other kind of wrinkle right is what Rob Gronkowski did at least in my opinion has a lot less uh I guess risk of injury than he concussed him well right but but like I'm, I'm speaking kind of in in the general in general terms right you know what i mean it's it's i think that i think that the the cause or the the chance of injury definitely factored into the smith schuster and uh iloka i get well not iloka because iloka got his uh suspension waived um he successfully argued against it but the juju smith schuster one for sure i think that like people look at it's like oh man he could have gotten hurt so bad um and that kind of adds to the the furor over like he should be suspended kind of thing, you know. Eh, I don't know. I th- I th- I feel like what Gronk did. Oh no, I agree. More, I agree. Was, no, I agree with you. Has more potential for injury because the play's over. The play was over. He's on the ground. Not to mention the fact that he actually legitimately he was, injured him. He was concussed. He, yeah, he, he was injured. He concussed him. It's not a great example for what I'm tr- for the point I'm trying to make. I will grant you that. Like, like if maybe the Bills player did not 
get injured. Yeah. I might buy yeah. into your argument, but the you. fact that he was literally concussed. Yeah. Yeah. Not, yeah. Not, not a great example for my argument. I just, I just guess that like, I don't know when, what play, the play has stopped and, and people aren't moving as fast, you know, as I don't know. It's a, it's a dumb. And argument. I saw some, some dummy Pats fans who were just defending Gronk. It's just like, well, Gronk has to put up with so much extra shit because he's a superstar. And like, I like, I, you're not wrong. You deal but with it. you got it. Like, deal look what shit, you're man. defending. Yeah, like, look really. what you're defending. You're defending the dirtiest hit in like the entire in a long season. Time. Yeah, I. And can you not just like take that L and be like, I like Rob Gronkowski, but fucking come on. Bill Belichick said it was bullshit. Yeah, right? they're like, like they literally have the camera on him talking to whoever, uh, whoever Sean McDermott. He apologized. Is. He apologized, just like yeah, that hit was bullshit. I'm sorry. It, Everyone knew it was bullshit. It was a bullshit hit. Don't don't defend it. Don't you defend can still it. like Gronk. Don't defend it. Yeah, just bad. Just very bad. Hey, fun fact about this game. Uh, you know, Tom Brady now has more touchdowns in Buffalo than any Buffalo quarterback since like even even like Jim Kelly. I I think it I think it's since Jim Kelly. I think it's since Jim okay. Kelly. About to say, there's no way Jim Kelly in the high scoring offense mm-hmm. doesn't have more touchdowns in Buffalo yeah. than Tom Brady. Yep. Tom Tom Brady since Jim I think Kelly's I know he's Buffalo. beaten Buffalo more than like. Any quarterback has ever beaten a team. Yeah, like he yeah. has more wins over Buffalo than Brett Favre had over Detroit, which was the previous record, which is impressive. Yeah, yeah. Buffalo, Buffalo is. I think they're six and six now. They yes, they have they a are. very yeah. outside chance at the playoffs. They're not going to make it. Nope, nope. I I'm confident. Especially that now, now, now that Tyrod that Tyrod Taylor is dead. Yeah, I I only saw that it was I think a, a knee ligament which fucking sucks I mean, because t-mobile yeah. right like he's been my favorite one of my favorite uh quarterbacks like just to fucking watch in the league this year because he's got i mean he's gotten legitimately better uh i don't know and- i feel like i have more entertainment watching a single half of Nathan Peterman <laughs> than I did in a season of Tyrod Taylor. All right, fair enough. But that's not because Nathan Peterman was good. It's because it was just because <laughs> it was more entertaining. I got you. Okay, so so I looked it up. Um, I okay. So this is this is actually the thing I read before. He avoided a knee ligament tear, so he has a patellar contusion, and it he is it it is looking like he may be able to start actually next week. So uh, he's wow, not, he's that is not incredibly be lucky. Season. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. He it Dude was got like, carted off with the thing over his head. Like uh-huh. that, that's like universal signal for, well, that's done. Yep. Yep. For sure. For sure. So basically uh, his knee was his own offensive line and the injury bum rushed him and came into the pocket, <laughs> but he managed to bootleg and throw it away. Yeah. Right <laughs> yeah. Throw it away. Second. So, so not you know not 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 an ideal circumstance, but but you know oh, good still. good for him good for good him for him. If we're gonna keep talking about injuries, we we should because we already talked a little bit about uh, Steelers Bengals, and we should go to the one that wasn't so um, so pretty. 
uh, Ryan Shazier, you know, we're, we're sending him all of our, all of our support. Uh, I read today that he actually, he, they flew him, but they were able to flow him, fly him back to Pittsburgh, which is good. Um, he has movement in his lower extremities and everything. He, he did a good tweet. He tweeted from the hospital the other day being like, your sport is, your sport is strong. Um, I, I don't know if anyone knows exactly what's going on with him. Uh, it's They're saying it's like a spinal... Contusion? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and it, it's just like... It was... Yeah, so so a lot of people are, are, uh, are comparing it uh, to the Tommy Maddox injury in 2002. There's a name. Yeah, right? A name I haven't thought about. Tommy Maddox. Wow, I remember that. Yeah, Uh, yeah, so they're, they're saying that he, he kind of, it it was a similar thing where it it looked really scary and it was really scary, right? And you got to go to the hospital and, but there's no, I think what they, what they found out was there's like, it's, it's a lot of swelling uh, but no, like nothing is broken, like nothing in the spine is out of whack. Uh, I don't, I think there's no nerve damage, but I'm not sure. Uh, it, I mean, he's, he's moved, he's got movement in his lower extremities and, you know, so hopefully, hopefully one, hopefully he can play again. Right. And two, hopefully they don't rush him back if he can. Yeah. Hashtag Shaleev. So, I'm a bad person for this, uh-huh. but do you think he would have had a little more cushion and not taken this injury if he had a little bit of extra cushion of hair? Oh, God. Come on, dude. <laughs> yes. The answer is yes, but... <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh my god. If you don't know, Ryan Shazier has one of those weird conditions where he has no hair on his body. Yeah, yeah. I, I knew a kid like that in high school who had no hair on his body. And it was like honestly, like the bald head wasn't weird. It was the lack of eyebrows that really uh-huh. really upset you. Uh-huh. I will say he does he does go shirtless a lot and he is a very like he's super cut and like the fact that he doesn't have hair kind of ruining his definition does work in his favor. With the kind of physique that he has. Well, so. he can't afford to have a bad-looking body when he doesn't have hair yeah, to, you know, true. cover the mistakes. Yeah, I guess I guess that's very true. It kind of works. Uh, it's a cycle there. Should we talk more about this game? Because, holy shit, I, every single I year, honestly kind of don't want to because... It's just it was it was not a fun game to watch in pretty much any respect. It never is. It never is. I I always forget that you one you don't start any fantasy football like any of if you have a fantasy football player on either the Bengals or the Steelers for the Bengals Steelers game, don't start them. And two, that it's it's not like it's not the it's not a fun. It's not clown ball. It's not like Oh, you know, two teams that like hate each other very much and are going at it. No, it's just sloppy, bad, violent, anger ball, hard, and not in a good way. It's just like hard to watch, and it's not fun. It's like everything bad about football. 
Yeah. And there are people it's... I like on both sides of the friggin' field. Like, I'll watch the Steelers any day because they can put up points and stuff, but shit, man. It makes me Just sad. Un- but that those are the kind of games that make you question why you like the sport. That's that's completely true. That's completely true. Like, you watch that game and you're like, football is a miserable, terrible experience. All these players are going to have horrible brain damage. Yeah. Every like none of them are get paid well enough. Everyone has been screwed over by owners. Why do I watch this sport? This is all terrible. I hate myself. Mm-hmm. And it was a night game too, right? So there wasn't even prime time. There wasn't even another game you could flip to. Like, oh, oh, what else is on Monday night? I don't know. I don't watch TV anymore. Are there other shows on Monday Re- night? Reruns of The Voice. Ew. I don't know. Ew. Probably, probably catch up on Archer. Yeah. Something like that. Animation, animation, domination on Fox. This is supposed to be a fun podcast. I don't want to talk about depressing. Anymore. I will say the, I, the I last thing think I want to say. Game. The last thing I want to say about this is, you know, it's bad when John Gruden is just like you. You hear the will to live escape from his normally. I don't game. like this guy. Yeah. I don't like this anymore. Yeah. Yes. The only one grinded is me. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm the Gruden grinder this week for fucking watching that terrible thing that you did spider 2 why did i watch this banana oh that's great that's really good actually dude (laughs) that's a really good pull yeah let's stop talking about this game please this this game was bad and terrible and made me hate everything let's um laugh at denver yes please remember at the beginning of this season where the afc west looked like the titan division it did it did they looked like the best goddamn division. The Chiefs beat the Patriots. Mm-hmm. They started 5-0. and mm-hmm. The Broncos got off to a hot start yeah, they where they were having decent. like the no-fly zone yep. or whatever it was. And Vance Joseph was having the time of uh-huh. his life. The Chargers looked competitive despite starting with a bad record. Yeah. And we all kind of expected them to turn it around and at least be mediocre right and the raiders coming into the season with high expectations oh hell yeah slightly iffy start but you know there's so much potential there like this this was a number one seed contending team last year until mm-hmm. car got hurt mm-hmm. like this is a killer division they're going to be amazing they're all garbage the chargers are gonna win they're all fucking god awful how what changed what, what happened? It was the, and it was the same. The Chiefs and Broncos fell off at the same exact time too, and I don't know what it was. I I I had no fucking clue what could have changed to like, no, Alex Smith is a pumpkin again, and and Trevor Simeon just looks like he's lost, and the offensive line isn't working, and Jesus Christ, like, wh- what happened? The Raiders, I feel like I I, I don't want to give they've them a been pass, kind of like but... middling, yeah. middling mediocrity all season. Like they'll win a game, but it won't be convincing, right? And then they'll lose a game fairly convincingly, yep. and th- there's just no reason to have faith in them. They they're in that solid. We're mediocre. Remember at the beginning of the season mm-hmm. when we discussed like what teams would be mediocre, and I got most of them wrong. Yeah, and yeah. But that was that was basically where the Raiders are now. They're not really good enough to take seriously, but they're not 
bad enough to laugh at. I want to. They are just there. I want to give you an alternate universe real quick of a world we could have now if Deshaun Watson didn't, uh, you know, tear his ACL in practice. Can you imagine what the AFC South would look like? The AFC South would be the best division. It would be the best division in football. And then the Colts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's just Can we imagine how fun that division would have been if they had Andrew Luck on the Colts? Yeah. He wasn't hurt. Yeah. And Deshaun Watson oh was still healthy. Oh my god, come on. The AFC South would be the best division in football bar none. So I'm like I don't want to I don't want to look too far ahead, but I'm hoping we get that next year. It'll be awesome for this tire fire division to actually be hopefully awesome very again. good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. The Titans are currently in the lead. Yep, it's it's not a very convincing lead. No, I think Jacksonville's going to take it. I like. I legitimately think the Titans have a currently have a negative point differential, and while they've won games, they've like outside maybe the Seattle game, they have not been convincing about it. Mariota's not had like the best year. Right. It, the Titans, they're they're not doing great, but they're they're in the lead currently. Mm-hmm. So Jacksonville's hot on their heels. They just need a quarterback they really they really do suck they really do and i mean it's looking more and more like eli manning is going to be their guy i mean not this year but like next year holy shit holy shit it's going to be eli manning marcus Mariota, deshaun watson and uh fucking andrew luck next year that's gonna be great dude that is gonna be great if andrew luck doesn't actually just you know yeah, if he, die if, if he because die the Colts have neglected him in some way. Yeah, I wouldn't blame Andrew Luck for retiring at all. Either. In fact, I would actually laugh a lot if he did that. I mean, listen, because it would just represent so much squandered potential by the Colts. Yep. They they have completely mismanaged him. I think I like, and it's not. It's well, is it right? Like, is it is it unfair to to be like it's an RG three that took longer? Same draft class. Uh, Same draft class. Um, a, a lot of the mismanagement was about injuries. Yeah. And making him play when he was he shouldn't have been playing. Yeah. Maybe. Right? Like, I, maybe. I just thought of this now. I don't think the metaphor is all that off base. Maybe instead of, like, RG three-year career, yeah. it was Andrew six-year. How long has I Andrew been fucking, in the league at this I, point? What? It was the... Because I feel like I still remember the day he was drafted such with such vivid detail because he was such a big goddamn deal it was the 2011 draft right so he's actually been in the league for a pretty yeah. decent amount of yeah, time no, he's been there for a while haven't done anything outside the one year they lost in the championship game yeah 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 when's chuck pagano gonna get fired i have, I have no idea I have it has no to idea. be at the end of the it's year guy, right man he's been on the hot seat for so long for so long like at this point, his butt is black and yeah. like flaky uh-huh. and inedible. Yeah, that's how hot his seat has been for such a long time. Yeah, well, but that—that's the thing is like every year it's—it's it's like he takes off the butt and is like all along it was a prosthetic butt, you idiots. My butt's not hot at all. I can I can put the I I you don't know how many of these I have. I'm gonna sit right down on this hot seat again. You can't you can't take me off of it. You can't take me off of it. Um, here, here, let me pull out my deck of cards. Oh, cancer! <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like we 
I feel like he is like we we got over he's, that, he, right? Like he's worked he's he's completely used up the cancer card. He's also well, he didn't, used he, up the Andrew Luck yeah. card. He also didn't need if I remember right, he didn't need the cancer card at that time because when he came back, he was like doing a decent job with what he had when he returned to the Colts. Right? There was like a season where he he was like, eh, decent. Like they were contending, I think, for for the division. In his title. first year, I think it was his first year back after cancer that they went to the championship game. Yeah, yeah. Because I, think so. I know, I know, under Bruce Arians, they got to, I believe, it was the wild card round, mm-hmm. or maybe the divisional. But they they reached the playoffs, and then Bruce Arians parlayed that into a job, and then because of course he did, Pagano just kind of rode luck. And that team into the playoffs, but people were always like, "Is Pagano actually any good?" I don't. We don't know. I don't know. And he's not. Nope. Well, uh, we 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 talked about um, we talked about that division already, but and and like the total collapse of of the entire division. But fucking, we 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 must mention that the Dolphins hung. 35 points on the Broncos and that, and that Adam Gase fucking trolled John Elway by going for an onside kick to, to run up the score. I loved that. It was really good. That was a good middle finger. It was really, and really good. I, for one, am greatly enjoying the opinion shift on John Elway. Oh, me too. God, as it's delicious. a general manager because one, fuck John Elway. Yeah, generally. John yeah. Elway, dumbass buck tooth mr ed looking dude you know you'd think he'd be you'd think he'd be able to like train quarterbacks <laughs> <laughs> yeah look at the broncos quarterback situation and look at the guy who's running this organization you'd think if there's it's, um, one thing he could do <laughs> he got all that damn credit for landing peyton manning and then, like, signing a whole bunch of free agents that eventually, like, Akeem Tlaib that got them that Super Bowl yeah. win. Yep. But since then, it's become clear that he's not very good. He can't develop he talent, had, like, I don't think. He just can't good, develop no. talent. You, you can't develop talent. I mean, it's... it's Trevor Simeon has not really improved. No, no. Paxton, Paxton Lynch, Lynch was a terrible choice. He's regressed. It, I it seems like. I, I, mean, I like I I feel like we haven't seen enough of Paxton Lynch. That's fair. Because even when he comes out there, he just gets hurt. But like Peyton Manning didn't get better after he came to the Broncos, right? Like no, he was already he was already good. Peyton Manning. Yeah, and. The same thing with Akib Talib, really, in the whole no fly zone. I mean, they didn't. I don't <laughs> that entire defense like that really good defense that at one point rivaled the fucking legion of boom was not their skill set was there already they the, the, this isn't a team that this isn't a team that gets better year after year it's a team that is kind of the same or worse right it depends on their window closed yeah and it's all coming downhill, and I'm just going to... John Elway will survive this regime. Mm-hmm. Oh, he he'll, will. He'll probably get rid of Vance Joseph, which, by the way, was his choice. He picked 
Vance Joseph, who seems completely and utterly out of his element. I I also don't like, I don't hate Vance Joseph as a head coaching uh, choice. It's like, he seems to, I really don't. I really don't. From what I've heard, like players really like him. He's a good motivator in the locker room. Like, sure. Yeah. I mean, he probably can't develop talent worth a shit, but but you give him a year and not anything to deal with. I don't really think. I don't know. Like I've seen a lot tough. of coaches in their first year look significantly less lost. Oh sure, sure. Than Vance, jo- like Vance Joseph at times looks more lost than Ben McAdoo does. <laughs> okay. Or did past did. tense? Yeah, past tense. Woo! There's a big thread. Did you did you see the thread of Ben McAdoo puns? Ben McAdoo puns. Yeah. It was like right, Ben. They're all just Ben Macaduties. No, no, no. It was like <laughs> Ben, Ben, Ben Maca. Do not, uh, fucking, do not use the key card anymore because it doesn't work. Like I can't fucking hold on. Let me let me try and find it real quick. Uh, because it was very, 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 very. The thing very I've good. been enjoying so far with Giants fans is everybody, including myself talking about how they're going to eat Ben and Jerry's ice cream because Ben and Jerry got fired. And I will, I will straight up admit this. I went to the store, got a pint of Ben and Jerry's ice cream and ate the whole damn thing in one night. Good fan. Good celebration. Very good fan. It was a new limited edition flavor. I can't remember what it was called, but it was like coffee ice cream with marshmallow in it. And it was fucking fantastic that sounds amazing and i'm very happy that that is actually happening also the comic will be up by the time uh this goes live but my comic's also gonna have a ben and jerry joke nice so yeah heck yeah heck yeah ben and jerry's is good they they, you you think that they think probably could make a ben and jerry's ben and jerry flavor right it just tastes like i mean it's just vanilla it's just vanilla ice well, cream. Would it be vanilla and cherry? Like oh sure, Ben yeah. and cherries. Yeah. Well, I was no, I was just thinking, I was just thinking it's just like, oh, not my first choice, right? I got Ben and Jerry's ice cream. I'm paying like six dollars for a fucking pint of ice cream, and it's like special edition Ben and Jerry's. Well, it's just vanilla. Fuck. <laughs> oh man. Actually, I feel like that should be the description at the bottom where. It- describes the flavor or it's just like fish food and there's just like chocolate ice cream with like marshmallow but it's just like ben and jerry's ice cream it's just fucking vanilla (laughs) sorry it's just vanilla guys sorry my bad oh no we thought the most radical flavor we could come up with was no flavor flavor at all there was no flavor at all the flavor was on your head oh no did you find it? I can't Sam, find I've been trying I, to kill time. I know, I can't find the thread. I'm so I'm so so sad about this. I'm like scrolling through You've let the listeners down, I have, Sam. I have. I have. Uh oh, we should talk about the Chiefs though. They suck now. They suck now. That's it. <laughs> I saw a very good tweet mm-hmm. over the weekend with that game. So in that game, Marcus Peters got flagged. Or someone on the Chiefs got flagged. And Marcus Peters, the, probably the only worthwhile player on the defense right now, picks up the flag and hucks it into the stands. Oh, yeah, 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 right. 
And I saw a very, very good tweet that's just like, if you want an example of an NFL player actually disrespecting the flag, here you go. <laughs> I don't know whose tweet that was. I just saw it in passing. That's but very bless good. you. That's a very good tweet. That's really, really, really good. Well done, uh, anonymous Twitter user. I'm going to call you Jerem. Jerem? Yeah. I want to talk very briefly about the Seahawks game. Um, Because I hear a lot of people, like, being like, oh, have the Eagles been exposed? Like, are, are they still, like, contenders? The Eagles are absolutely contenders. Like, yeah, I think a lot of people are overreacting. People are definitely overreacting. It's definitely this issue. Like, last week, I actually did get like this weird feeling that I and I looked up the Eagles schedule and I did realize they'd only played one team of real value over the past season and I'm like and I was I was trying to be careful in my tweet saying like look I think the Eagles are very good but if I was an Eagles fan the fact that they haven't really faced a decent like anyone of value yet would concern me mm-hmm. because like, every year, I feel like we see one team is suddenly really good, and then they they don't do shit in the playoffs, and then you look back at the schedule, and everything seems a lot more obvious. Like, last year, the Cowboys and the Giants both faced very easy schedules that I don't think we took credit until they went one and done. I, I see teams like that every year, so I think... Mm-hmm. The Eagles are still very much contenders. They're very much a danger for the Super Bowl. They're still, outside that game, look like the most complete team in the NFL. But that's just something you want to, like, keep your eye on. Uh, yeah. Is them versus better competition. I, so, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. And I think a lot of this will be cleared up, actually, this week. I'm I am kind of watching. They're playing the Rams, yeah, right? And yeah, that's and that's that's gonna be a big game. Yep, yep. And it's because I be considered a- the Seahawks and the Rams their only two final challenges on the year. I agree because they have to play the Cowboys without Dak, who actually looked okay this past week. Yeah, yeah. Oddly enough, and but they also have to play the Giants one more time, and we're trash. Uh, they have to play someone else who's trash. But the Rams are going to be the only real challenge they have left on their schedule until the playoffs. Yep, that's true. So this game's going to tell us a lot, honestly, about both teams. Because yep. the Rams are also have also faced a largely easy schedule until very recently. Mm-hmm. And the two recent games they had, one was a loss. I forget who it was to, but they were a good team that they lost. No, it was the Vikings. Yep. They lost to the Vikings, who are a legitimately good team. Mm-hmm. But then they beat the Saints, who are also a, very a legitimately good team. Good team. Yeah. So this is, like, I'm really excited to see, like, what the Rams are. Yep. Yep. And if, and if like, their offense can keep going. Like, I'm I'm assuming that this game is going to be a shootout. I think, like, if you're asking for picks, I think that the Eagles will take it just because I think their defense is better than the Rams's. Like, they, they can... Yeah, I just feel like the Eagles are more complete. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that for sure. I agree with that for sure. They've also... Like, you look at that point differential that the Eagles put up in almost every game, and it's stunning 
to me, yeah. at least. Like, hanging 51 on Denver, fucking week not. I mean, considering what the Dolphins Dallas. just did to them. Well, okay. Like, you, I mean, sure. Again, again, like, they've looked so complete, but they haven't done it against anyone good. Yeah, let me, let me see. Like, the... I mean, they did it against the Chargers, but they only beat them by two, and that's and they're not. And that was in that like great. the early season before the Chargers had sort of found themselves. That's true. That's true. They beat. They, I mean, they, they needed the Panthers, a sixty-one was... yard. They needed a sixty-one yard miracle kick yeah. to beat the Giants. Yeah. Now, granted, that was before Odell Beckham died, mm-hmm. and the but I mean, still like, the Giants weren't good. Yeah, then they either. weren't that great. Um, they beat they beat Carolina in week six, but that was back when Carolina was looking really bad as well. Yeah, yeah, Carolina looked. We couldn't get a beat on Carolina at that. No, point. no. I mean, they and they pulled it together a little bit, but but like at that point of the season, Cam Newton was not looking like himself. No, and Carolina might not make the playoffs at this point. Yeah, yeah. There's because I think they're going to be fighting with the Falcons for the second wild card slot. They yeah they they like they're they're like like right now it's the Vikings are clearly going to win the North. Mm -hmm. The Eagles are clearly going to win the East. Mm -hmm. The Seahawks are pretty clearly going to win the West and the South. It's pretty much the Saints unless something happens. Yeah, and then we have. Who's going to get the next ones? Well, it's going to be someone out of the South. It's going to, yeah. Because the Falcons and the Panthers and the Saints, one of those one of those three teams is going to end up with a wild card. Right, yeah. And, well, who's the other wild card? Get, like, this might be a year where they set, like, maybe on an off chance, the Cowboys, <laughs> I guess, if they somehow pull some if shit together at the right it. time. Yeah, but, I mean, here's the other thing is like, if not there, there, there is a chance, right. That they, like the, the, the Panthers, they found themselves something, but they're not, they're not there yet. No, they're not. No, they're not. So the win by the Eagles is still kind of like, well, is it, I don't yeah. see like the signature win. Yeah. The, the closest thing they have, I mean, if it's, if it's not that it's, it's beating a, an underperforming Washington team yeah. or, 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 I mean like, or hanging 37 on, on Dallas, which is, is not, I mean, nothing, to be fair, Dallas looked so bad that they game. did. They, they did, but that was before, I mean, that was, I mean, that was the beginning of the end, right? Like that was yeah. back when we were like, Oh no, the Cowboys are, are still pretty good. And Dak Prescott's amazing. And then that game happened. And then I don't know. I, like, the thing is, I don't know what to think of the Eagles, and I don't know if we're really going to know who the Eagles are truly until we see them fighting playoff teams. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's the thing. Like, this game is going to be huge for telling us who the Eagles are. Mm-hmm. I agree. The, the playoffs are going to be huge for telling us who the Eagles are because right now they certainly feel like they're still the most complete team in the NFL. Maybe the Seahawks mm-hmm. game was just a mistake. But, like, this is – they might be a paper tiger, and we just can't tell yet. Yep, absolutely. But the other thing so, is that happens with a lot of playoff yeah. teams every year, you know? Yeah. It's, and it's, we it's just not don't a, know. Right. It's not I, – I don't think you mean to be dismissive of the Eagles or say, like, oh, you know, they have an easy schedule. Oh, my God. I'm like, stupid. Okay, so remember when we were talking about wild card? For some reason, I forgot the Rams – Oh, yeah. We're actually going to win. Yeah. So the Rams are going to take the West, and the Seahawks yeah. are probably going to get the wild right. card. Yeah. So that 
it's going to be the Seahawks versus, and the the sixth seed will be whoever I, manages to pull second place in the South. Yeah, it's going to be either the Falcons or the um or the, the Panthers. Panthers most likely. And I Saints think it's going to be the Falcons. I I feel like the Falcons are going to the, do it. I think the Panthers have the tiebreaker over the Falcons, if I'm not mistaken. So the Falcons will have to like like play up to their potential. But I I agree with you. I think that. I feel I'd like the Falcons have started to find themselves a little bit, yeah, and they yeah. gave the Vikings a pretty good, pretty good run. And that's a terrible matchup for the Falcons too, right? That's not that's not the kind of team they want to play against. I mean, next week the Falcons have to play Tampa Bay, so that's a That'll win. That'll be a win for sure. Week sixteen, the Falcons have to play New Orleans, so that's an interesting. That'll, game. Listen, if they win that game, they that and could, then they have to play Carolina. Yeah, so that's. That's a big deal. So who's Carolina playing in week 16? Carolina is playing Tampa Bay. Yeah, well, okay, sure. And then this weekend, Carolina is playing Green Bay. So this is going to be a race to the finish. Yeah, it really is. I, I, I wasn't aware that they had that the Falcons had like so many divisional games at the. Uh, I, I think the, the uh, Panthers have the easier road here. Yeah. So Green Bay and Tampa Bay, they're they're. It's not going to be a good couple weeks for Bays. Well, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. If the Falcons can can beat the Saints, and, you know, depending on what happens with the Saints, the Falcons can win the division. Yeah. It's all going to get interesting, folks. Yeah. The NFC is really interesting. Keep, keep the, AFC the AFC fucking South. sucks. Yeah. The AFC is just garbage. The same crap. It's Pittsburgh and New England again. Except, except hopefully Jacksonville, please. Please, Jacksonville, fuck that yeah. up. Fuck it up, Jacksonville. Yeah. They won't. But, but the NFC... Is where cool stuff happens. So pay attention to the NFC, Sam. Yeah. Yes. How will you pay attention to the NFC this weekend? I will pay attention to the N- NFC by watching NFL Red Zone, brought to you by Scott Hansen, the very attractive host of NFL Red Zone. And then every time I hear his name, I still think about the pedophile Chris Hansen. Guy. Yeah. Take a Chris seat over Hansen. there and watch good, and watch some good football. Take a seat over there. Like, oh, you actually like the AFC right now? <laughs> Take a seat over there. Very good. Um, we should probably wrap up, huh? That's what I was trying oh. to segue you into. Oh, dang. Okay. Uh, yeah, so How did you not get that? I, d- I didn't. I was like, I was just going to watch a football show. Uh, you can follow this me. This is like the 86th episode of this damn show. How did you not know when i was segueing you because i didn't see i didn't see you they're always garbage segues too <laughs> they're like oh crap sam how do we do this how do we do this it's I'm right sorry. there man i wasn't there for it's you right there i wasn't there you gave me all the clues mr policeman i could have saved you uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Sam Grzezes, S-A-M-G-R-E-S-S-E-S-E-S-E-S, on Twitch at Robots Fighting Dinosaurs, or at KissingNivankaTrump.com. Dave? I'm DrawPlayDave Approachu. You can find me on Twitter at DrawPlayDave, on Facebook at DrawPlayComic, on Instagram at DrawPlayDave, on Patreon, and of course, on the DrawPlay.com. We will see you next week. Hopefully, there's less depressing football and more fun football. Let's have fun football again, everybody. Have a good one.